0: Welcome back, ladies and
1: gentlemen, to another episode of the Sports and More podcast with Eddie Morelos. I am the host and my producer is typically Ace Acosta, but he's not here. (laughs) He's a busy, busy man. Let me tell you, uh, Ace, thank you for all you do, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, Today, May 4th, 2021, I got some guests with me, by the way, Uh, two guests, Ian Pullman and Eleni Gonzalez. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> today, uh,
1: May 4th. May the 4th be with both of you guys. And you as well. <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know, it's a, uh, it's a Star Wars thing. I'm a big Star Wars fanatic and a Star Wars uh, follower, just like Ian. Ian, uh, did you watch movies this week? Uh, I watched the new show, The The
2: Bad Batch Clone Wars. Oh, Fallout it's already show. out? Yeah, it came out today. The oh, first
1: episode. So, so. Well, I guess I know what I'm watching tonight. Eleni, did you watch any Star Wars this last week?
0: No, I've been too busy. Mm. I'm so bad. I haven't even watched The Mandalorian. or What? I don't even think oh I saw the gosh. last Star Wars movie. I'm so bad. Oh I'm so behind.
1: Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I don't know if we uh, maybe just press pause and get her out of the room for a little bit, Ian. What do you think? Uh, time for a Star
2: uh, Wars marathon. I know. Yeah. I
1: mean, make time for that Star Wars marathon. I watched... Um, uh, a couple of movies. I watched Solo last night. It's one of my favorites. Um, I also like uh, Rebels, the, the the series. I mean, I know Alanie doesn't know. Do you have a, Do you have a favorite series? Ian? Um. I mean,
2: it was the Clone Wars, but I think the Mandalorian is kind of overtaken. It, it's pretty dope. Yeah.
1: Pretty dope. How about a character? Do you got a favorite character?
2: Uh, Vader. All day. Easy.
1: Okay. My my new favorite is Ahsoka Tano. I don't know if uh, I know, Alan, you, This is all like foreign language <laughs> I mean, that, to you, but
0: <laughs> I know that the like the classic characters. Okay, you know so about I mean? the classics,
1: do you have a, a classic uh, character that you would say is your favorite?
0: I don't know if I have a favorite, but I really love. I don't know. I love Chewy.
1: Chewie, yeah, <laughs> especially in Solo. If you've never watched Solo, you gotta watch Solo.
0: Okay, I've never seen Solo because that's so where
1: Chewie is introduced. Okay, and in, in how Han Solo and him met.
0: Oh, okay, I uh, like that one. <laughs> yeah, no, you would. It,
1: it's a really cool story. Have either of you guys been to um, Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland? Yes,
2: you have. What do you think, man? Um, well, I got to fly the Falcon, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, pretty far up there. It was it was fun.
1: I was uh I, I was like a, a navigator on the Falcon when I when I did it. I, I really wanted to shoot the guns and all that stuff. When was the last time you've been to Disneyland, Eleni? Uh,
0: I went three years ago, so it was before it they was barely
1: opened. being open. Mm-hmm. It was it was about the time it was opening up, cause mm-hmm. um that's about the time I went and uh, I got to go and check it out. And it was one of the funnest days. My my son built a lightsaber, and he also built a a droid. I don't know if you got to experience that at all or not
2: went in the shop, but we didn't make, it was, it, it was the droid or the lightsaber, you know? It's
1: were. one or the other, and both are a little pricey, let me tell you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, well, when I went, um, some of the stuff was already in space, uh, was it, the Tomorrowland. Yeah. Yeah, so they had a store there. I remember that there was a, a place there to build a lightsaber, yeah. and I wanted one, but you know, next time I go to Disney, I'll make sure that that is the first area of the park I visit.
1: If you could hang out With one Star Wars character Who would it be And why I'm just gonna say Me Yoda Converse like him I would like
2: Hmm that, That's a really tough <laughs> one <isn't it? laughs> Just imagine
1: Conversing like Yoda The whole time You're like <laughs> Your shirt I like mm. The Cubs Cubs have won mm. so, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> On the
2: W today. Yeah, they were.
1: We'll talk but we'll talk a little bit more about Cubs here in a bit. Um but tough question for you, Ian, I know, right? Man,
2: I mean I feel uh, the knowledge that Obi Wan could uh impart would be really really great, you know? Yeah. Old Obi Wan. Right. You know, after
1: uh after, after he so gains cool. all his wisdom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think that'd be pretty cool. Ian, I know you've been to a lot of these Comic-Cons, um, things like that. You've even put some on yourself. Um, any uh, any actors that you really enjoyed meeting, uh, and, and what what character did they play? Um,
2: well, we just talk, talked about Chewbacca. I had Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca. I had him here at, at my first uh, Sun City <laughs> Sci-Fi convention way back in 2013. How about that? So that was a lot of fun, getting to spend a weekend with him. Uh, Ray Park, who played Darth Maul. I also had him. Wow. At one of my conventions. Uh, But Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. I couldn't believe when I got to meet him. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> that was uh, that was crazy. And then I got to meet him again a few years later at San Diego. County. That's cool. So,
1: Cool, cool. Well, let's find a little bit more about our guest here. Uh, both Alani and Ian were former interns of mine. And today I want to talk about uh, internships in the sports world and why they're important and why they should be done. And uh, let's find out a little bit more about our guest. Alani. you're first. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I believe you grew up here in El Paso, Texas.
0: Yeah, so I've you know, been here my entire life, minus a few years when I, when I lived in New Mexico. But yeah, I've spent the last um, part of my life in El Paso. I went to UTEP. I graduated from UTEP and I've worked in, for the Chihuahuas. I've worked for you for this at the Symbol Association and yeah, I'm at UTEP now as a, as a,
1: Tell us about your experience with the Chihuahuas. What kind of things did you do there and wh- what did you get out of that experience?
0: So I've actually had more than one position with the Chihuahuas. I was probably with them about four years total. My first experience with them was an internship with corporate partnerships. And that was, although it was a brief internship, it really introduced me to the organization, to the sports world and what led me to continue following that path in, in sports and in in um, just that whole realm, and um, after that, I was in guest services for two seasons, and that opened up a whole other part. I learned being there for those for that time really led me to learn um, everything that sports has to offer. Offer, and that actually gave me my job there when I worked for them in 2019. I was I thought I was done with them because I had just graduated and I was ready to find a real you know a full time job. And they came to me and said, hey, you're not working for um, uh, seasonal anymore. Do you want to jump on our sales team? And, of course, I took the opportunity, and I was with them for a season. And it was, again, I will say, hands down, probably the best organization I've worked for. Um, So far in my life, it's taught me a lot. I'm still friends with everyone there, and um, it's honestly been – it was amazing. Cool. very lucky.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Are you a baseball fan? I am. And who do you like in baseball?
0: So I'm. I would say okay. So really quick, let like have my backstories. I've always liked baseball, but I never really had like a team like Ian does or you and Eddie with the Cubs. Yeah. But um, I, my first experience was with the Dodgers. But yeah. I was like, ah, yeah, they're cool, right? And then I went to z-
1: meet the Dodgers. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> and then I I went to go see a game at um Fenway, and I was like, wow, this is so cool. Maybe I'll be a uh, a Red Sox fan. I really, that was the first time I saw Mookie Betts. Ooh, and I immediately nice. just like, like was in, entranced by him. So when he moved back to the Dodgers, I would say, I know, I know this sounds like not a real sports fan, but as of last year, I, I think I became an all LA fan. So I'm a Dodgers fan now. I'm a Lakers fan now. Okay. But you would never catch me saying that a couple years ago. (laughs) I was more like Texas, but I just didn't really know too much, I think. I think I was just following.
1: How about the Angels? Do you like the Angels at all?
0: I don't know a lot about the players on their team, but.
1: They got two of the best uh, pitcher slash hitter and the best fielder slash hitter in in the majors. Mike Trout and Shohan. Oh, Oh,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: See if I get his name right. Shohan Otani? I believe that's, that's how you pronounce it. Sounds about right. Yeah. Ian, tell us about your your gigs at the Chihuahuas and uh, how we met. I think that's a really cool story, how you and I met.
2: Yeah. Um, so I, just like Eleni, I worked in the guest services for the Chihuahuas um, for a season. And I actually got to meet Eddie because I was in a position there the last, uh, I don't know, the last couple months of the season, I was in the same position where Eddie would go up the stairs to the broadcast <laughs> area, and uh, the press, the press booth, and um, yeah, I commented on his Cubs hat one day, and mm-hmm. then his Star Wars shirt. There it is, like the next day, and then uh, lifelong friendship. Yeah, right? <laughs> kind of hit it off there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think the funny, the funny connection here is with me and Ian is when I was when I stopped working guest services, is when I started when I moved up to the front office. And Ian basically kind of took the positions around the stadium that I used to have. So I used to man the places he used to stand where he started standing at. So.
1: Huh? No, that I didn't really even realize till now. I didn't know that either.
0: That's actually that's so awesome. Like, yeah, I used to stand
1: there. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. <laughs> We we'll something new today, <laughs> aren't you?
2: So, <laughs> anyone that works for the Chihuahuas, go stand back there.
1: There you go. You might get hired on with Sun Bowl that way too, huh? Yeah. And then, uh, what else did you do? Uh, you you did some video stuff, um, right? And then, uh, but you joined me and talk about the experience with joining the Sun Bowl Association.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, Eddie, I, I, I got on with Eddie at the Sun Bowl Association as an intern in uh, 2018, and that was a lot of fun, mostly. He, uh, he brought me on to do video stuff, you know, mm-hmm. so I was, I was shooting video and um, kind of fell in love with the PR aspect of the job, you know, I didn't really think about PR before, it was more videography, but uh, all the PR, media relations, you know, everything is, it's, it's really interesting, it's an interesting field, so that's kind of changed my, my mind there.
1: What are your thoughts, Salony, on the whole PR side of sports and the media relations side of, of athletics?
0: Well, my thoughts are that you absolutely need to have experience through an internship to learn how intense it could be. But it it is something that if you thrive on intensity, on stress, um, on just things always you know you're all oh, it's almost like a 24-hour thing you know you know stopped then you're going to love it
1: and and neither one of you <laughs> saw me become intense or stressed did you
0: oh, never <laughs> no you never you're saw me chill. kick my,
1: you never saw me kick my chair with my boots on or <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. you know, but overall it's fun it's fun it's a really fun part of side of of sports i mean i did ticket sales you know and I, it just wasn't the same um
1: I I I really got to hear about about something now that I'm thinking about it and talking about the intensity of it all, because I believe both of you guys gave me the same kind of reaction after game day um, where you felt that maybe I didn't prepare you enough for game day. Um, uh, It was kind of like, oh, there was some surprises there on game day that I I maybe uh, and maybe I'm using the wrong wording, but. Tell me about your experience of that first game day with me at the Sun Bowl.
2: Well, um, I think uh, I think it's really tough to prepare somebody in a few months for what is about to happen to you on game day of the Sun Bowl. I mean, it's not just a football game. I mean, it is a huge event. You know, that the tailgating and the entertainment and the halftime show. And, and you know, there, there's a lot of really a lot of intricacies to game day that it's just, you know, get overlooked, I guess, in the training portion. And, um, you know, it it would take, I can understand why it would take four or five years to be able to learn and know like just everything that goes on 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 a game day.
1: Yeah. Any any thoughts about that?
0: I agree with Ian. I think uh, to add to that, however, is that it's not just a game. It's all the work leading up to this game And if you've never been in that environment, there's just not even a way to explain that to somebody. Mm -hmm. But it was the week leading up to the game because there's several events that you're preparing for. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just, um, like I said, how do you prepare somebody? It's, It's really hard unless you've been there and really understand what to expect. Some people are learners within the environment.
1: And we're talking sports uh, and athletics internships, uh, internships that are in the athletic world. And uh, I offer two kinds of internships. Uh, I offer a Sun Bowl Association internship where you help me with all the things uh, going on with the Sun Bowl. And I also offer a social media manager internship. So if you're listening to this and you have a kid that's in college or you ha- you're in college and you need to start gaining experience in the sports world, uh, get at me. Shoot me a- an email at emorelos at org, and I uh, will we'll help you get started. Um Ian, what's one thing that you you took from the Sun Bowl that was kind of surprising, or you know, maybe just so it's it's ingrained in you that you really hold on to that?
2: Um, you know, the practical skills that you build in in college. You know, especially in in, in communication and in, in PR, you're learning the theoretical knowledge. Mm-hmm. But what is theoretical knowledge if you never apply it to a real world situation? And you have to be able to apply that knowledge to build practical skills. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you just, you have no idea until you actually get in there and start working at the Bowl association, how just crazy things can get and how big these events are. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you really, I, j- I took, I took that away, you know, just being able to apply that theoretical knowledge I'd been learning in school and my PR classes and everything and being able to apply that to real world situations in a professional environment at the Sun Bowl Association. And through that, I built practical skill that now I can use in my everyday life or you know uh, later on in my career. So just being able to apply the knowledge you're learning with real-world situations. That's what I took away the most.
1: It's so awesome that you say that uh, whenever I do go and, and I have given presentations at, uh, for example, NMSU uh, journalism classes, one of the one of the very first questions I ask the, the, the class is, who knows how to make a copy? And um, everybody in class raises their hand, of course, and then uh, they come over to the office and I say, I need 25 copies of this front and back stapled um, to see them... I guess, in awe of putting their the theories into, into play, like you just said. Um, you know, and it's all the little things that I, I really want to try to teach my interns. And uh, hopefully I taught some of that stuff to you guys. Uh, Alany, what, what sticks out to you that, that maybe you took from from your internship at the Sun Bowl Association?
0: So I'm really happy you're asking this because I've been thinking about this um, the last probably like two weeks, three weeks that I've been back at my office and the, this huge event that we're planning, mm-hmm. that is about the size of what the symbol would be, and everything that I learned through honestly working with you and putting this event together has taught me and helped me in these last few weeks. The small details, mm-hmm. you know, from tickets, what's the best strategy and mm-hmm. organization, you know, um, uh, uh, editing, proofreading, mm-hmm. you know, like those small things, uh, putting graphics together, putting. Uh, brochures together, putting just sending information, mm-hmm. and it really has and it has my job right now has nothing to do with sports, but it is an event. Yes, and sports That's are what events.
1: We do. At Sumble, we put yeah. on events. Yes. Yeah,
0: they are events. You know, it doesn't. It's not the same technical industry, but it is an event, and you you all those same skills like Ian was talking about was are the exact same skills you need, and I feel I I'm not. I feel so prepared for taking on this huge task because I know that you've instilled these, um, you know, these, let's practice on me. And, I know, honestly, thank you.
1: Well, what is the event uh, that you're planning currently?
0: We are planning UTEP's commencement ceremony. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, it, and
1: it's for two semesters worth, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So that's pretty humongous because one yes. commencement alone is big. Mm-hmm. And then to put into play all the other mm-hmm guidelines that go along with it, and then you have to inform the people mm-hmm. about those guidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, the UTEP uh, box office phone number, do you happen to know that off the top of your head? If not, uh, make sure to call the – if you got questions about the UTEP graduation, call UTEP, not the Sun Bowl Association.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's <is> true. <laughs> this is true because this ceremony is hap- – well, we're having two at the Sun Bowl Stadium, so – it's two big grad- ceremonies and leading all the all the pre commencement ceremonies, yeah. leading up into this, yeah. and dinners and you know ticket everything. It's 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 like I'm working a Sun Bowl game. Yeah, that's
1: but awesome. I- mm-hmm. That is I, that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for you, Lenny. <laughs> <Lainey. laughs> and that's
2: the thing with the Sun Bowl. You know, you it's not just a football game you're planning. I mean, that is the entire week of, you know the players getting them out to have entertainment and, mm-hmm. and, and experiences and, and, and then not just the assemble, but the uh, all America golf classic and mm-hmm. the, the basketball tournament, um, the punt, pass and kick, you know, there's so many things that you plan. Um, so it, it's events, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm.
1: events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, let me ask you guys this, uh, would you suggest, uh for uh, the, the journalists, the future journalists, future PR people, future video, future event planners to get a an internship, not only with me, I'm not just saying with the Sun Bowl, but with anybody, what, what would you guys say to these people that are trying to get into this, this world of PR and journalism?
0: So I'll start um, in this industry, especially in El Paso, if you plan to stay here, it is a very tight community. Mm-hmm. It's a very small community and before, or actually in the same semester that I was working, they did my first internship with you at the Sunbody. Mm-hmm. I was also working with UTEP's pros- prospector. The, the, the prospector, which is the, you know, the student media.
1: Former editor, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and even as a student, I was surrounded by professionals in the media. And these people have now become my colleagues. And even now with my position in my office, I'm communicating with our communications department who's, who's getting the questions from the media, so they're coming to me. Mm-hmm. And even though a lot of these um, journalists are my friends and, and people I know personally, they're also people I know professionally. So it's, it's interesting how even, in, I mean, we're all connected. And that's what the, the networking part of the, these jobs, of these positions, of these internships is it gives you an in. And even with these events, you're always, from the Chihuahuas to the Sun Bowl to all these events mm-hmm. to UTEP, you're going to be around the same people all the time, oh, yeah. you know, in, in all aspects. So it's, it's really cool when you, when you run into them and you just realize like, wow, I really learned to network here. And oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Networking is a big thing as well. And I truly believe that it's helped me uh, get to where, where I'm at right now and hopefully it'll continue to help me. Um, Ian, what, what would you say to those people that are wanting to get into the, this world? Uh, you know,
2: connections, huge, huge deal. Um, professionalism learning how a professional office runs learning how to be a professional learning what is expected of you when you walk into an office as an employee or an intern you know to you, know, you can't you can't walk in there in your baggy shorts and your hat and everything you know you gotta you gotta dress the part you gotta act the part you know um so just learning to be more professional and and as i said being able to apply theoretical knowledge um But just learning the professionalism, learning what's expected in that job, you're getting a preview of what your career is going to entail. So, you know, after an internship, if you don't feel like that's for you, well,
1: good. Now you know. So both of you guys have uh, plenty of experience in the sports world. What's been your favorite uh, event to work so far, whether it's Sun Bowl, Chihuahuas, UTEP, uh, even anything else, uh, any other kind of event? Do you guys have a favorite event uh, that you guys have worked so far? For me, it's been, uh, I got two events that, I, that are my favorites. Um, the WAC basketball tournament is always a fun, fun event to work. In Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's in Las Vegas, right? <laughs> and then I've gotten to work two national championship games for college football, and that's been beyond amazing. And uh, wow. So those are my two of my favorites. Uh, anything? What, how about you guys? Um, for the Sun Bowl, it was the 2019
2: um, West Star Bank. Don Haskins, Sun Bowl basketball. Wow, you got the title right and everything. Him, wow, that's pretty darn good. Is, it is ingrained in you. Yeah. But you know, I got to sit courtside because I was you know covering it for our social media. So I got to sit courtside when UTEP won that tournament. So it was very yeah. cool seeing my school do that. Um, I also got to work the audio board for the um, uh, minor league baseball uh, all-star game when it was here in El Paso ah. in, in 2019. Um, yeah. After I got out of guest services there, I moved up to the... The videos. You know, the, the the video, yeah, video-audio stuff. Yeah, the AV crew. So I got to work the, the board for the, the stadium. For that's that, awesome. For that All-Star game. Yeah, so. that, that's right.
1: That's right. You were the board operator that day. Yeah. And uh, that I, I got to do the... I was the the actual official scorer that day for the, for that game. And uh, that's right. You know what? Now that you say that, that, that was an awesome event to work. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Alan? Any, uh, favorites? Any favorites?
0: And I was about to say that too. That was one of my favorite. Of, I mean, I've, I've been to many working as, as an employee baseball games at the Chihuahua Stadium. But although opening day is always extremely fun, it was that all star game. And, yeah. you know, almost like the Sumble, there was a party the night before or the yeah. day before, and that was fun. And of course, the Sumble, my first working, my Sumble that I worked yeah. in 2017. Uh,
1: I got you down for 2017. Yeah. That's what I marked <laughs> down here in my notes. <laughs> you were 2017. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yep. yep.
0: That was extremely fun, and 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 that's why I keep going back to volunteer, not just for the game day, but it's everything to help you leading up to, to that week.
1: Well, so I'm marking you guys down for 2021 <laughs> Sun Bowl. You get game notes. You get, I don't know what, but you have a lot of video <laughs> or something. So,
2: I mean, that's a cool thing. Once you work for Eddie over there, you're going to want to come back and help. With with events later on, even mm-hmm. after you've you've you know um, your in, your internship is has uh, you know been terminated. but uh, <laughs> I know that sounds like a bad you know you, your time is up. <laughs> your time but, is up. Uh, uh, you know I've noticed that working for you 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 always have former interns, former assistants, always coming back to help, and I see why because it is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, once again,
1: if anybody has any uh, kids that are in college or you are trying to get into this sports media PR type of field, uh, hit me up, emorelos uh, at Sumble.org. Uh, again, I offer internships at Sumble Association every semester. And uh, we all, I also have a social media manager uh, internship. Uh, finally got some people on board for that one. So, that, that should be a lot of fun. We can run a couple of different pages there. Uh, but. Thank you guys for joining me for on this uh, podcast today, and uh, thank you guys for sharing your experiences uh, about the internships. Um, remind Remind the listeners, Alini, you're currently working for UTEP, correct? Yes. And what is your position?
0: So I work for the Office of University Relations, and okay. I am a coordinator there.
1: You're a coordinator there. And I see you're very active on Twitter often. Do you mind sharing your Twitter handle with people if they want to? If you want, sure. if you want? Sure. it's up to you.
0: Yeah, I have enough followers for all my funny content there you go (laughs) yeah you need to follow eleni
1: she's her her thoughts will just pop out and like it's fun it's fun to follow you eleni so thank you share your twitter handle with people
0: yes so it is e-l-e-n-i-e g-o-n-z eleni gonz
1: there you go follow her on twitter Uh, again she's random awesome thoughts different thoughts push a button thoughts all kinds of thoughts will come out of Alan e on Twitter. So, Ian, how about you? What are you currently doing? Where are where, uh, where you working at these days? And uh, what do you got going on?
2: Well, I'm still the event coordinator at the Pizza Joint. Uh, awesome. Best pizza in town, in my opinion. Yeah, um good. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to have any live shows, but uh, if there's anyone listening that's in a band that wants to play a show, um, you can get in touch with us through the Pizza Joint Music Series Facebook page, or you can email us at bookashow915 at gmail.com, and then I'm also still a full-time student at UTEP, so...
1: Awesome. And uh, a father as well. And
2: and a father. That is a number one job. There you go. For six years now. You're doing an amazing
1: job, man. Keep it up. Uh, So check out the Pizza Joint. Um, Check out their Facebook page. They typically have good events. Uh, I'm sure that'll start up uh, very soon. Everybody keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. Washing your hands, using your hand sanitizer, wearing that mask. Get vaccinated if you can. All that good stuff so that we can get back to some normalcy. And we can all attend events together. Uh, Speaking of events... uh, some good good events are going to start around here, around the borderland. Chihuahua's baseball starts today. Ooh. Here, opening opening today in Tacoma, Washington. Um, their home season will start on next week, next Thursday, uh, May thirteenth, uh, against Albuquerque. And next Saturday is everybody's favorite. Uh, I don't know about you guys, if it's your favorite or not, but uh, the Saturday spectacular of uh, uh, fireworks show that they typically put on. Um, it's an awesome show. I, I don't know if you guys ever stuck around to watch it. We had to. plenty of time. Oh, okay. <laughs> You guys had to. <laughs> See, I, I wasn't ever forced to, to, I watched it one time. Right. And I figured, okay, if it's like this, it'll probably be like this next time. So it's an awesome show. It's an awesome mm-hmm. show, but you know, us working in this business. Fun uh,
0: fact, um, the front office staff has to go pick up all the remaining debris of the fireworks on the field. The when- front office staff. Yes. yes holy cow yep so we're out there in the field having fun just picking up debris and putting out little fire wow, <laughs> wow.
1: That, that is interesting mm-hmm. what's i guess the most random thing you did there at the chihuahuas when you when you get worked there because that was random right there i mean picking up mm-hmm. debris from fireworks or mm-hmm. most i guess interesting or intriguing or just kind of odd whatever it may whatever it just sticks out because like that's very random. Like, <laughs> I work in the front office, but I gotta go pick up firework debris. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, you're not just working there. I mean, you you have to. That's your home. Yeah, you know, you have to clean up after it <laughs> after everyone. So, um, oh
2: man, maybe not Chihuahuas, but locomotive. Same. Oh yeah, same, same company. Same, same company. Mm-hmm. Um, same stadium. Uh, when I worked there, we would put cameras in the goalpost to get the, the soccer ball going in the goal. You okay, so and have a close up. I was the only one on the crew tall enough to do it without a ladder or anything. (laughs) So, um, you know, sometimes when a goal would get scored, it would hit the crossbar or something, and it would knock the the camera kind of, uh, you know, out of focus or something. Yeah. So at halftime, you know, Ian, you need to go fix the (laughs) – you need to go get in the goal and fix the the camera. So that was probably one of the more memorable things because of my –
1: you know, I'm 6'7, so yeah, <laughs> I can that's, reach it. That's awesome. They're always taking advantage of our height, I tell you. 6'3 yeah. and above. Can you reach that for me? Can you get that cut for me? I'm like, well, how did you put it up there in the first place? Did you guys see the announcement that uh, they well, the the roster was announced yesterday, um, for the Chihuahuas, which is uh, it looks pretty good. Um, the roster features five uh, MLB.com to, uh, top. Padres prospects including uh, 11 players with major league experience and 8 players are returning to El Paso. So uh should be a lot of fun. Um mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, the, the Padres they you know, they look really good this year. Yeah. They have a great mm-hmm. roster and hopefully that translates to depth within their farm system. Um so we'll see, you know, uh one of the one of the players that stands out is a pitcher, Mackenzie Gore. Was drafted by the Padres in 2017, um, and he was uh, went to high school in North Carolina. He's only 22 years old, and he's uh, the Padres' number one prospect according to MLB.com. Uh, pitched for uh, High A Lake Elisnor and Double A in 2019. Any uh, players that you guys wa- – That I, I mean, I know Ian, you watch a little bit of MLB. Uh, maybe you you do too, L&E. Uh, do you see any of the players that we watch here that are in the majors now? Uh, right away from me, Luis Urias sticks out. Mm-hmm. And he plays for the Brewers.
2: Ooh, he killed the Cubs the other day. Yeah, he did. He walked him off. Yeah.
0: There's been a few, and um, I, I kind of – the first name that comes to mind, he didn't actually play for the Chihuahuas, but he came – as, I think, part of the Oakland Dodgers at the time. Okay. It was Jock Peterson.
1: Oh, yeah. Jock mm-hmm. Peterson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now now Jock Peterson. Do you know who he plays with now?
0: No. I know. I need to get from more familiar with my players. <laughs> Cubs, Cubs. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Any memorable players that you could
2: think of? Um, oh boy, I, I don't. Maybe it's Tampa Bay. Uh, Ty France, he played. Yeah, Ty France. Mm-hmm. He played, was here. Yeah, he, he played here. He, he played when I worked uh, worked for the Chihuahuas, and I think he was part of the deal to get Blake Snell from the Rays. To I believe so. Yes, San Diego. So, yep. and, and I recently saw he did. He walked off, or he, he did something memorable in the last few weeks with, and I believe it's the Rays.
1: Yep. So again, people, if you uh, have not been to an El Paso Chihuahuas game, I really suggest getting out there. Um, another another guy to watch is. I'm going to see if I can pronounce this name. Tucupita Mercano. <laughs> he's an infielder slash outfielder, <laughs> Signed by the Padres as an international free agent in 2016 from Venezuela. He's uh, the Padres number six prospect according to MLB.com. And I played in 10 major league games for San Diego this season. So he's already got some major league experience from this year. So hopefully that'll, you know, he can keep the momentum going and, and work his way back up to the majors and uh, hopefully we get to see him play a little bit uh, here in El Paso. Make some good plays for the Chihuahuas. Um, just an FYI for people that are listening that are going to Chihuahuas game. I don't know what you guys think about this, uh, but uh, Southwest University Ballpark uh, will be all cashless. Now uh, there's no, they will not be taking any cash. Uh, you can use your debit card, your credit card, or you can preload money onto your tickets uh, when you get to the box offices there uh, at, at the stadium. So, um, I personally am torn about this whole situation, about going totally cashless. I went, when I was at the Dodgers game last week in, in California, uh, they went cashless, and um, I was all prepared with cash, and, uh, you know, they didn't take my cash. So, um I mean, it is what it is, but I think that's the the direction a lot of places are going. Um, I mean, I just I kind of like that option of having using cash. But what do you guys think about cashless? I think it's safer. I think
2: it's um kind of going with um you know like cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin. Those things are becoming very big right now. A lot of cashless options. Um, and and then with the recent pandemic, it's you know you don't want to transfer a lot of cash and stuff. So uh-huh. I think it makes sense why they did it. Um, you know, we're moving toward a more digital, um, you know, platforms for uh, oh, yeah. Apple Pay and, and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. Uh, I feel like everyone always has their debit or credit card on them, while people oh, yeah. don't always have cash on them. So, yeah, I mean, okay it,
1: it, it is. You gotta, I gotta get over it. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, Eleni, any thoughts on all that?
0: I mean, I agree. I understand that that's where we we've, we've been heading as a society, but I think maybe just being familiar with the borderland. I also am under very understanding that there is a population here that that cannot function. Their cards will not function over here Yeah. or they just, they still don't have, you know, they, they don't use cards. They still use cash. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I, I don't know how that what they're going to do or how they might treat those types of customers, but um, I hope they don't have such a hard time because you know, it's, I think it'll be a learning experience uh, mm-hmm. overall for
1: everybody, mm-hmm. uh, both the people there at the stadium and uh, the customer or, or the fan. Uh, you know, how do we transition to this? Like I said, I, I went to the concession stand. I was ready to get my dodger dog and, well, I couldn't take my cash. So, mm-hmm. um, But it's all right. Um, we'll, we'll get it all figured out. Uh, Locomotive, the soccer team here uh, locally in El Paso. Uh, the club takes a... Uh, um, We'll, we'll we'll start playing on May eighth. What's the day? The fourth. Four days. Yeah. Saturday. Holy cow! On Saturday, <laughs> uh, uh, May eighth, they will take on uh, New Mexico United. I heard the tickets were selling fast. I don't I don't I don't know how true that is, but that's what the what the grapevine says. Do you guys enjoy soccer?
0: I do.
2: Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun, especially you know I worked for them for a season, so yeah. Always close, near and dear to my heart. You know? of,
1: of course. Did you uh, see some uh, wonderful plays made by their team throughout the the time you worked there? Because that's the one thing I love about soccer is the athleticism of, of the players. Yeah, They're beyond athletic. What they could do with the ball and their feet and their head, like, wow. Yeah. Um,
2: you know, the locomotive have a lot of really good players, and they've, you know, made the, the conference finals Two, two years in a row, you know, you know they're, they're a very good team and um, exciting to watch, you know, and I think El Paso really loves watching them too, because time and again, they would, they would have, you know, I mean, not a sold out stadium, but they uh-huh. had a lot of fans there, a lot of fans. So it's, it's uh Soccer is near and dear to everyone's heart here in the borderland, I think. Yeah,
1: most definitely. And uh, there's 14 players that are returning uh, from the 2020 season, um, nine of which also played in the inaugural 2019 season. So there's a lot of familiar faces there. Eleni, did you get out to any games uh, for the locomotive?
0: I don't think – well, I was going to say I didn't go last year, but what am I thinking? Nobody Nobody (laughs) went (laughs) last year. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I've been to a few of their games, and it's it's really fun. I love soccer. I love watching soccer. But I think for somebody who's never experienced a soccer game, especially at the Chihuahuas, yeah. they should just go at least once, and they're, they're going to see what a different environment it is from yeah. a baseball game. Oh, yeah. It's you two know?
1: totally different yep. atmospheres. Mm-hmm,
0: exactly. And, and I think that was something I, I immediately remembered my first game is Wait a second! You don't want to even get up to get some food because you're gonna miss. You might miss something. Whereas a baseball game, you know, you just kind of casually go during an inni- yeah. uh, between an inning or something. But yeah, it's it's definitely and, very different.
2: And boy, the eighth notch really just adds mm-hmm. such a different element. You know, they're banging on the drums, they're waving the flags, they're chanting. You know, um, and and every time a goal is scored, they pop one of those smoke. Uh, yeah, those. those um, those smoke effects over there, so it's it's really interesting. And
1: 8th Notch is uh, kind of like the fan club uh, yes. for the El Paso Locomotive. Uh, you can join that. I believe they have a website. They have a Facebook page, so if you want to check that out, if you're a soccer fan, I would really encourage you to check it out. Uh, locomotive kicked off the preseason in the same fashion as it did in – as as say, in the same fashion as it will in 2021 against New Mexico United. Um, the match launched Locomotive into high gear with a 2-1 to win, uh, with goals coming from Aaron Gomez and Leandro Carijo. Uh So, so again, a lot of returners, a lot of familiar faces. I really encourage you guys to check out both the Locomotive and the Chihuahuas. Both play in Southwest University Ballpark. One of my current interns had never has never been to Southwest University Ballpark, and he's a big sports guy. And I told him, dude, you just got to get there. You got to get there and see the beauty of the ballpark. And uh, you know the beauty of the sunsets when the, the sun is going down, and either the the soccer game's going on or or the baseball game. And uh, for baseball, I have the best scene in the house. By the way, so, <laughs> I mean both of you guys know where I sit, so you, know, you guys can argue or not. <laughs> <laughs> also, in uh, sports here in the Borderland, uh, New Mexico State Men's Golf held on to a six stroke lead on Sunday this past Sunday afternoon to win their first whack championship since 2015 wow that was when I left New Mexico State to come over here and work at the Sun Bowl so maybe that was their good luck charm over those years I don't know Uh, the Aggies just squeaked out uh, uh, over Grand Canyon with a score of 8 under par for their 7th championship in program history yeah because they were winning a lot when I was there both the men's and the women's golf they've always had a great team there so you guys play golf it's been a while.
0: <laughs> no, you never have. <laughs> no, oh. I've tried top golf, but I know that's uh, not the same thing. Well,
1: I mean, if you could hit the ball in top <laughs> golf, you should be able to hit the ball on the golf course. No. Yeah. <laughs> Swing swinging a club—that's golf. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. The, the holes at top golf are a lot larger than the holes <laughs> in, in regular <laughs> golf, but hey, you know, it's still a lot of fun either way. I mean, I I, I enjoy golfing. I'm not very good at it. Uh, my goal always when I go golfing is not to lose my ball. That's my goal. If you can do that goal, you'll be okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to hit it forward. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> people, <I've>, never mind.
0: But <laughs> uh, on that quick note is, I love the golf tournament, the Sumble.
1: Oh, yeah, Sumble All-American Golf Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That uh, is so fun. Oh, by the way, uh, since you brought that up this past week, and I don't know, maybe one of you guys were there working with me at the time, uh, Sam Burns, won the most recent tournament this this last weekend uh, on the PGA tour. Sam Burns played for Louisiana State University and played here in El Paso, Texas, in our All-American Golf
0: Classic. That name does sound familiar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. Was that in 2019? Was that when I was assistant?
1: Because that sounds very familiar. It, 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 I can't remember what year, if it was one of your guys' years or not. But Sam Burns, when you guys go back and get your little booklet, check it out. Uh, it's a really neat thing that there was a PGA winner, another PGA winner, that played here in our golf tournament here in El Paso, Texas. So when that, that, that event comes, uh, people in, in the fall, get out and watch them so you can get some autographs for some future pro golf players. Tiger Woods played here. Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, just to name a few. Phil Mickelson was here. I mean, there you
2: go. people don't realize how many elite golfers have played here in the all America golf classic.
1: Oh yeah. It's, it's freaking, it's really an awesome it's thing. An impressive so. list. Um, out of, the uh, UTEP, UTEP uh, women's basketball as a transfer from TCU and a former McDonald's All-American nominee. So a uh, T- uh, former TCU forward and McDonald's All-American nominee. Let's see if I can get this name right. Adele Tack is the latest to individual to join the UTEP women's basketball team as a transfer. Uh, coach Baker, the head coach for the UTEP women's basketball team, says Adele was one of the top forwards in the country coming out of high school. We are very excited to know that she will be joining the minors this fall. In addition to being a strong forward, Adele has really improved her skills on the perimeter. She can now handle the ball like a guard and is even a three point shooting threat. Adele can guard with a great, with great defensive energy and purpose, she will she will be a great fit in all that we do on the floor. Adele is a very intelligent player, and this will allow her to do even more within our system. That was head coach Kevin Baker. Do you guys watch the women's team at all this past year? I have not had the chance to. Well, if you guys get to next year, really make it a point to get out there uh, to watch the you tip women's basketball team. Freaking exciting team to watch. Kevin Baker, the head coach, I really like what he does. Um, I really like how he the energy that he has with this team. Um I, I it's such a fun game to watch. Uh the women's team here in, in in UTEP. Is they're getting better and better every year. So really encourage that. Um Sunday Funday moment by uh, Miss Iris Lopez. This was uh taken from KVIA.com. Uh, you just found out about these ladies, Zelanie. I think, uh, the Sun City Stealth, yes, they are the El Paso's first all women tackle football team. So, um, they're a new football team in town. Um, and uh, Doug Upshaw, the head coach for the Sun City Stealth, said men aren't the only ones to get to play it to that, get to play it now, women get to play it. Talking about football. Um, so again the Sun City Stealth It's a, 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 affiliated in the Women's Fo- Football Alliance All players are paid to play During the regular season hmm, That's interesting The team will play a total of six regular season games With hopes of bringing home A WFA Division Championship title So look for them On Facebook I did, I did see that they did have a Facebook page um, So you can watch the Sun City Stealth I think they had their first game This last weekend and I, I think they, they lost, however. Um, so there's um, 40 women that are on the team and uh, should be interesting. What do you guys think about women's football? <laughs> Any thoughts at all in, on women's football? I mean, the only thing I ever think about is uh, you see the, the commercials, especially on social media, for the Lingerie League. And I don't know. <laughs> that's uh, I've heard and seen different arguments about that because, of course, uh, that league is very I put it uh revealing but they it, it's also in that league they're they're pretty hard hitting uh with this league uh I did see some highlights on, on kva.com and uh they they got the full gear head to toe helmet, shoulder pads everything you know so um any thoughts on, on women playing football tackle football love it i mean
2: yeah. if they're passionate about it and they want women want to play Tackle football, let's give them an outlet to do that. Why shouldn't they be able to do that? So I love this. Yeah, that's for amazing.
0: You. And I think I mean, women for example, like UTEP has a, a a rugby a women's team. Yeah. You know, so why not?
1: Yeah. You know? And especially in today's uh um here in our country, um in, in particular with uh, what's going on uh throughout the country. Yeah, I think it's a great thing. It's a great step mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Um it shows especially here in El Paso direction that we're moving and uh with equality and and things like that mm-hmm. so um, i know you're a big advocate for those types of things eleni mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I see it as a positive i really hope that people uh, gain interest in it and show support um and just put El paso on the map uh, another time you know with some great things here
2: definitely
1: so um i gotta mention about we uh we're trying to take in um Athlete of the Week nominations last week. I was trying to give away a $300 prize pack. Unfortunately, I'm in, unable to do that uh, this week because I had found out that there are some rules that I got to follow. So I'm trying to follow up with, uh, with the administrators uh, on how to go about doing this correctly uh, so that we can award uh, athletes uh, that are in, and recognize them for doing the wonderful things that, that they're, they've been doing and working so hard for. So again, I apologize that uh, for all you people who sent in nominations, I will keep those nominations filed and we will make sure to honor those nominations. But uh, just give me some time to make sure I get this done correctly and uh, we'll, we'll get those Athlete of the Weeks going again. It's a really fun thing. I, I really enjoyed uh, getting the nominations and, and awarding a couple of them so far. But we will make sure we get, get this done uh, right. Did you guys happen to see any of that stuff on our Facebook or, or uh, Twitter pages? Yeah, I was, I was following along um, when you
2: guys were looking for nominations so i mean i think it's really great yeah it's great
0: Yeah, send your nominations in but uh you know that you have some legal stuff to take care (laughs) of it i mean but still it doesn't mean that you can't keep those nominations in mind
1: yeah no so like i said (laughs) uh, those nominations that i got this past week i will definitely honor them uh when as soon as i can and i just i hope that you guys can continue to nominate in the future when i when i do post it again uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook, uh, search for a sports and more podcast also on Twitter at sports and more POD again, uh, we were talking about internships earlier about sports internships. So again, I, I really encourage you guys to uh, get at me. If you have a, a young person who's interested in, in sports media or, or sports PR and, um, or maybe you're the one that is interest, interested in it. Uh, so you can just go ahead and get in contact with me, uh, this week. What do you guys got going on this week? Anything sports wise, uh, what's going on in you guys' world? Uh, Finishing final papers and then finals are next week for me, so lots of school right now. Oh, school, <laughs> school, school, huh? Yep. And then, and then, probably helping your daughter with her school as well.
2: Yeah, luckily uh, kindergarten is easier to grasp. <laughs> <the other> yeah. <way. laughs> I can do two plus two. <laughs> <laughs> Gee,
1: that's from Lotis, man. We have a hard time with two plus two. because Sometimes it equals five and sometimes it equals zero. So anyways, how about you, Alani? Anything? What, what you got going on other than work these days? Getting ready for commencement? That's about it.
0: I mean, work-wise, yes. Getting ready for commencement. I mean, that's... We're 10 days out. There's still a lot to do. Yeah. Um. So just uh, kind of catch up on my to-do list for that. Cool. And um, other than that, I mean... Something that keeps me sane is going
1: to the gym. There we go. There no? we go, people. Lift <laughs> things up and put them down. I know Asa always giving me a hard time about me lifting things up and putting them down. But let me tell you, just like Alan, he said, it really does help. Uh, make sure you guys take care of your mental health as well um, while, while you're out there enjoying sports and stay healthy. Um, again, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate all you guys have done for me over the years. These are two of my very best interns that have ever come uh, across, and I I just wanted to bring them on to talk about their experience in sports and tell their their stories. Anything else before we go that you guys maybe wanted to talk about that that you were hoping that I would ask? And, uh, I mean, if not, that's cool too.
0: I think the only thing I can can add to this is that, you know, when I first got on with Eddie, I I didn't have any experience, and I kind of was afraid to that he wasn't going to even take a chance on me and, you know, but he did, you know, and I, I had just had to take that leap and, and just be bold and ask, you know, and, and, and just kind of prove that I, you know, I, I was worth, not worthy, but I, I, I deserved that chance to, to prove myself.
1: And you, and you did a wonderful job at it. Mm-hmm. You did a Wonderful job.
0: I think, um,
2: just want to reiterate, you know, how important, um, these internships are, you know, you, you shared a story with me, uh, w- when I was, uh, when I was your assistant and and you told me that uh, an SID friend of yours had told you that uh, if I have two resumes in front of me, one is a 4.0 GPA with hardly any experience and the other is a a 3.0 GPA with lots of internship experience, they're going to take the 3.0 with the experience every single time. So think about that guys, you know, you don't have to have the highest grades, but if you have a lot of practical professional experience that will help immensely in your future career
1: most definitely and there's a there's a I guess a trend right now going on across the country um, with people pushing for paid internships which I, I also push for I wish there was more money to give out for interns but unfortunately uh, that doesn't happen a lot of times more time than not um, so just be aware that, that most internships the majority of internships are unpaid um, but find ways that you can get an incentive out of it. Uh, for example, NMSU and UTEP do offer class credit for internships, and I've uh, worked out some things with some professors so that uh, people that join me will get class credit and and get a get an A, and if if they work well, <laughs> 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 or get an F if they don't, <laughs> one or the other. So, again, guys, uh, if you're interested, go ahead and shoot me an email. Uh, find me on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you guys know how to find me. mayor LC on Twitter. Uh, I appreciate all my listeners. Again, we will continue this athlete of the week as soon as I get that all lined up. Um, keep uh, hitting us up on the Twitter and the Facebook. Again, Eleni, Ian, thank you guys so much. May the fourth be with you.
0: <laughs> May the fourth be with you. And you as well. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Don't forget uh, Revenge of thank the Fifth you. tomorrow. Revenge of the
1: Fifth tomorrow for all you Sith Lords out there. My son, My son's a Sith Lord, he says. <laughs> i don't know how that happened i mean look it happened to uh it happened to, to old darth vader he was a a jedi at first and then uh became a sith lord so i guess maybe that's what happened to my sons <laughs> anyways we'll uh, catch
0: all our all our listeners again next week thank you so much and have a good week